Today, we will be speaking about the law of death penalty and executions of Lena Baker and Brenda Bernard. We will also be sharing our opinions on the cause of death penalty and criminal justice system as a whole. These will just be our honest opinions. Remember, you are entitled to your own opinions as well. Enjoy. Listener discretion is advised. This podcast will include subjects of death, racism, and the criminal justice system. If those are triggers for you, do not listen. Listen at your own risk. You may be thinking, what is a death penalty? Well, the death penalty is a punishment to people who have committed horrible crimes by taking their lives. It is also known as the Capital Punishment Law. There are 41 total capital offenses that are eligible for the death penalty. Those include murder, attempted murder, treason, espionage, and large-scale drug trafficking. This punishment had somewhat extreme methods, such as gassing and electrocution. Now, prisons usually use lethal injection, or a simpler term would be poison. As of 2015, southern states including South Carolina, Alabama, Kentucky, Virginia, Tennessee, and Florida still use the electric chair. And now, as of 2021, people are divided on whether or not death penalty should remain a law. So this is the story of Lena Baker. Lena Baker was a 44-year-old woman from Cuthbert, Georgia, born on June 8, 1900. When Baker was a child, her family picked cotton for a farmer, and when she was 20, she started making money from entertaining men. And since she was shunned by the black community for her entertainment, she turned to alcoholism. Then in 1941, she was hired by a man named Ernest Knight, who needed a carer after he broke his leg and after a while, they were in sort of a relationship where she would entertain him and he would give her alcohol in return. Soon, Knight's son found out and moved his dad to Florida, where Baker followed. And when his son told her to leave, she did. But the Knight followed her back to Cuthbert. And when he did, some bad things happened. Baker says Knight came into her door came to her door drunk and asked her to go to the mill with him. And Baker, knowing that she probably couldn't refuse him while he was drunk, tried to stall him by asking for money to go get some whiskey. And while she was out, she waited, hoping Knight would have left her house by then. But he was still there when she got back. He forced her to go to the mill with him, but she was lucky, able to get away and hide in the bushes. That night, she didn't go back to her house. She slept elsewhere. The next morning, she went back to the mill because she thought that would be the last place he would be, but he was there. He held her hostage for hours, threatening that he would kill her before she got the chance to leave him again. She tried to get away from him as he held a pistol to her, and in the struggle, Knight's pistol went off, shooting through his head. Even though no one in the town actually liked Knight, they were outraged that he, a white man, got killed by a black woman. She stood trial on August 14, 1944. 
and was charged with capital murder or the death penalty by a white judge and an all-white male jury. Her last words, I have nothing against anyone. I am ready to meet God. Right before she was executed by electrocution on March 5th, 1945. Her family petitioned for her pardon because the judge had been given a racist verdict. The parole board thought the verdict of manslaughter would have been, would have been more appropriate. In 2005, 60 years after her execution, Lena Baker was given a full unconditional pardon by the Georgia Board of Pardon and Paroles. She is still the only woman to ever be executed by electrocution in the state of Georgia. Brendan Bernard was a 40-year-old man born on July 3rd, 1980. He got executed on December the 10th, 2020, last year. He was the oldest of three siblings and he was born at the same hospital his mother worked as as a military nurse. They would later travel many times, do his mother's job, to travel all the way to Alaska, and then they remained in Texas for most of his life. His parents had like difficult with their marriage, especially due to his father's like strict disciplinary like parenting and punishment that his mother did not agree with. They later divorced in 1993, which took the toll in like Brendan's relationship with his father, and he would not get in contact for him with him and his fa- basically his father for two years. Without his father, he became like the caretaker of his younger sibling and would later become depressed about his difficult situation he was in. He and his cousin Mel would go out and commit crimes and Brendan has always been new as like the follower of things so he was kind of following Mel and his cousin, his cousin Mel and he they somewhat like formed like a gang. Then he moved in with his father, sleeping on the couch of his small apartment, and moved into like Michigan for a few weeks before he found out his girlfriend was pregnant. Um, he planned on going back to New York to be there for the birth of the baby after he took care of something in Keeneland, Texas. But that's where his life would change forever. Brendan was just 18 when that incident happened in Keelan, Texas in 1999. Five teenagers decided to carjack and rob who were later to be their victims. And um, Brendan was not present for most of what happened and been confirmed that he did not shoot the victim. Although he was charged with two counts of murder after lighting a car on fire shooting the victims inside. Those people were Todd and Stacy Bradley, a white couple religious couple they his husband was pastors and the person who shot them was another teen boy leading the crime named Christopher Villiva who was executed a few months before Brendan Bernard. It was confirmed that Todd died of gunshot wounds but they found out um, the shot in Stacy's um the, they found out shoot in Stacy's lungs but they also said that evidence said that Stacy was medically dead anyways, if they could save her somewhat. Some argue with proof of one victim, Stacy was like basically dead. 
and the Trump administration on his last day to carry out with the death penalty. While Brendan and Valiva received the penalty, the three boys receive it, received 20 to 35 years in prison. Two of them have already been released and the others scheduled to release in about 10 years. Brendan Bernard spent 21 years in jail awaiting his own death. That day finally came 41 years before, 41 days before Joe Biden will be inaugurated as the new president of the United States. On December 10, 2020, at 9.27, Bernard was pronounced dead by lethal injection. Normal people and even celebrities like Kim Kardashian West were, were in this and still advocating for Brendan Bernard and his unfair sentence. So, do you think the cases of Lena Baker and Brandon Bernard are just or unjust? Okay, I'll start off and say that I feel like we, both of them, feel, I feel like it's unjust. Because, like, Lena, she got executed cause just because she was trying to defend herself, you know? It was not get right. Yeah. And they didn't find out until later after she died. And then... I feel like, um, it took off. Brendan Bernard, he, his case was unjust because he died because someone else got shot to his first place. Someone else shot the people, you know? Yeah. Like, anybody else had that. Yeah, I feel like he was, like, he was, like, he was, like, at the wrong place with the wrong crowd. Like, if he had that friend who told him to do that, he wouldn't even be in the case. Okay, this is what I'm gonna say. Yeah, if, I feel like if a uh, um if a family wants justice or like the criminal justice system wants to give the person like who who like who got murdered justice or who was like assaulted justice or whatever, um they would wouldn't you rather them suffer like not really suffer but you know it would like yeah spend time spend time in jail which would be. I feel like it would be more of a punishment because if they kill them, they're basically giving them a way out and they're actually doing them a favor, basically. Because if you if they kill them, then like they won't have to suffer in jail. But if you no, give I them a life, yeah. But they but at the same time, like just like Brandon Bernard, he spent 21 years in prison before he had to wait. Like I feel like that is suffering because you're spending all those years like just waiting. Like, like to die because you know at one point they're gonna take you in and you're you're gonna die. So I think that's and for Brenda Bernard, I mean like it says that Stacy Bradley's lungs were filled with soup and so the fire might have killed her, but 
when they instructed Brandon to um to you know light the car on fire, I feel like they thought they were dead, and so he was just supposed to get rid of the evidence. But they said that Brad was dead before. No, um, it's not Brad. Brad is the last name of the two couples, but it's Stacy. Her lungs was uh, like filled with stuff. Yeah. But like evidence also says that like she was like Stacy. Even if she lit up the car, like she's basically medically dead. And his lawyers and his defense team, because they were like public appointed lawyers, they didn't like had like they didn't have like the skills to like bring in evidence for that. And on the day of trial, like it never got told to the judge, and things got like five of the nine survived um, judges are still surviving today. And before he like was sent to like almost execution. Yeah. Like, most of the judge was trying to take it back because they found out the evidence that Stacy was medically dead and they sentenced him wrongly. But the Trump administration, they, like, sentenced him to death anyway. Because, you know, it's Trump's administration. Oh, wow. Also, the Trump administration, they were, I feel like, they took the death penalty, like, a little bit less serious than it should be taken because you are now doing exactly to that person arguably what uh, he did to other people exactly. so now you're coming to a dilemma of we now right now know that he probably didn't kill those people of course you can't ignore the fact that he probably helped kill those people but if you are now putting him to death for something that he did also, what's yeah, because murder, murder, like, murder is murder. Again. Yeah, and like, you're still murdering. Exactly. Yeah, and like it's, not, it's either assisted suicide or murder. It's called capital murder. Yeah, exactly. So if they, if like, if they put some, like, if they put somebody to the death penalty and they kill them, they execute them. Yeah, murder, and if something, if someone, bad. if someone, especially if someone isn't, you know, isn't fully guilty of actually committing the murder, then you're just yeah, murdering, murdering an innocent. For in order for the death penalty to be handed out, like there should be like certain criteria, like yeah, like certain steps you have to go through, like what was there. I don't think. Yeah, I feel like, like that's why they wait. But like have that four step before you just say, Alright, we're just gonna kill him. Yeah, like that's that's why that's why I feel like they wait a long time. Like like it's like how long can you wait until you know you give them the death penalty? Like Yeah, and so I don't know. Thirty years before we're gonna kill him. Yeah, cause that's like they try to run like clemency like to move their like sentence to life in prison. I felt like even if Brendan Bernard did not get executed, he will be like his sentence will be moved to life in like prison. I felt no, like no. that like still a little bit too much, like honestly. Yeah. But I feel like waiting your life in prison knowing that you're gonna get executed, that's just really that's not I know. Awesome. What that's... I'm amazed at is that he knew that he was probably gonna die. Mm-hmm. Yet, what did he do? His 
most of the time he was in prison. He tried to help people not get into this situation, even though he knows at the end of the world, he's not going to be there for most of these kids because he's going to be dead. Yeah, that's why I think they should, if they're going to, like, if it's somebody bad, like, let's say, Ted Bundy, he killed so many people. And there's and evidence, made them, of solid made evidence, them, he confessed. And, and sometimes he tortured stuff. them, too. So if he made them suffer, wouldn't you want him to suffer the same? But, like, if you kill him, you're giving him a way out from that suffering. But if you put him... Uh, yeah, depends you where you go. Him, yeah, exactly. But if you put him in jail for the rest of his life, He'll but, he'll basically have that suffering knowing he's never he's never going to get out. But if a person like Brandon Bernard or Lena Baker they get sentenced to life in prison, and they are found not guilty, they can get out of prison and they won't be dead. Basically, that's why I think. You don't have to like get out of prison. Like if they find like a little bit guilty, like here, just sentence them to life. Like they put them under house arrest. You know, like, see cases like Nicholas Cruz, where he was, like, the shooter with 17 people in Parkland, that's way too much to be doing. Wow. 17 people, he killed 17 people, and it was only one of him, he killed shot 17 high school kids. Like, that's way wow. too much to be doing. He needs to be outside the limit of the community's actions. She killed 17 people, and I feel like the death penalty is inadequate for him because he is, he's obviously a danger to himself and everybody around like he was trying to hurt himself in the interrogation like he's not mentally there but Brenda Bernard was like hmm, had some thought back was like okay maybe that was wrong and I'm gonna try to be better but if you put him on death row people don't really have the chance to think maybe I can be better for myself instead they're now thinking oh I'm gonna die so now I'm gonna even though like Brendan was on death row since 18, he like did a lot of things to like try to make up for what he did. But he even said when he died, like these were his last words. He said, "If my death is what heals up the pain of what I did, then let it be it." And I felt like I felt his words were really like too much for what he had to say. Like yeah, he said those words like. He was the one who shot the two people, but he was really sorry for what he did to lit up the car. Like, it would have, it was like Cadillac that they lit up, but both of the people were dead. And the, like, victims' parents were like, I'm so glad, like, yeah, took that back or anything. Like, I wanted the parents to kind of know that, like, he barely did anything. Yeah, and they're like, their words are going to go to other people, and they're going to think, oh, he's the one who killed them. Like, But he didn't. He's, he's not the one who killed them. So that leads me to the question. Should there be a death penalty, or should they get rid of it? Like, should oh, Joe Biden get rid of it? Can I say something? Because it's, it's, um, it's a chance that he might get rid of the death penalty. Oh, okay. So I want to say that I'd rather them get life in prison because it makes it makes more sense. It makes more sense because if they if they get sentenced for life, then they'll spend their whole life in prison, knowing they won't get out. 
So that's basically like if they committed something terrible, like a serial killer or something, then it's like basically they're gonna suffer in jail for yeah, the rest of their lives. But, but if if they if they kill them, then they're basically giving them a way out. That's why I've been saying this whole time. I feel like that's if they're guilty, then a death penalty is then there's a reason for death penalty. But if they're not guilty, then I think it's too much. So. That, but we never, we can't really tell. We can't really tell if they're guilty or not if we don't have any evidence that they are. So I think we should all have a yes, no, or a maybe so. Oh. I feel like death penalty should be there for people like certain people. Like that can't be learned. But there are certain people who really don't deserve it at all. Like, see, if you shot like 20 people and you get the death penalty, I'm not going to feel bad. So you're a maybe seller. Yeah, I'm basically like a maybe seller. But like to be honest, death penalty, all it has is like emptying out prison prison cells. Like that's all it does. Like Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like it's, how about you just make multiple high security prisons just so you can put those people in there? Yeah, I know I know I'm a, um so I'm just gonna go back a little bit to uh, Brandon Bernard because I just had to say if the couple wasn't a white couple, would they be doing all that stuff? Because they were trying to pardon him, but then the Trump administration decided that they were going to give him the death penalty anyway. So... There was nine, um, there was like nine judges, I think, and eight out of the nine judges were white, and I felt like that got him on death row. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, because would they do this much if it was a black couple? They'd be like, oh, no. It's just, it's just, it's just, like, they were just in a ghetto neighborhood. Like, that's what they would say. They were like, oh, it's supposed to happen there. No, I felt like they were white couples who came, they were, like, came to, like, Texas or something. Because they worked for, like, the, like, his, her husband worked for, like, the military or something. I felt like that's what made it bad or something like that. Yeah, so overall, do we think that the death penalty should stay? Yes, no, maybe and so, even and if why? you even if you don't well, even if you don't want the death penalty to be removed now, would you want it to be in the future? Because there's a chance that like as of twenty twenty one, Joe Biden might actually get rid of the death penalty. And I'm gonna wait, I'm not sorry if I'm taking too long, but I saw something and it said it had reasons why Joe Biden should get rid of the death penalty. And there was a number four. There was something, there were different numbers. Number four was like, they should, they should reconstruct their lives and think about what they did. But if they killed multiple people, like Ted Bundy or something, or a school shooter or anything like that, then that doesn't really, that shouldn't really apply. Yeah, I feel like if you shot like people 10 or 15 or up, like you're available I also read something that says under a, a, a like amendment, I forgot which amendment, but they said they're not allowed to put a mental person to death. So oh yeah, like the plea of insanity. He has a he's autistic or something. He had an IQ level. He's super low. Even though he physically shot like seventeen people. Just because he's like mentally ill or something, they're kind of debating if they could put him to death or like something. See, like, they're just because he's mentally ill, 
did what he did for a reason. Like, you know, he, he put his action. 17 people is just way too much. I know he basically he definitely had a reason behind killing them, and like it probably like his his um his he definitely had a motive to kill. Yeah, he people. had a motive, but his like in, impairment, shall I say? Um, yeah, if he's if he's wait if he's if he's physically able to shoot seven seventeen people, then there has to be some kind of like he has to be like. Like his mind has to be present in there at least. Like yeah, you know, if he if, you would stop at a certain point. And since he killed those people, he had to have a motive. I mean, like his impairment might have contributed to it, contributed to it a little bit. But overall, he, I don't think he would have just killed seventeen people for no reason. That might have been. So he had reason. a motive. So if he had a motive, then shouldn't he be put to death just like any other person who had a motive for killing somebody? Yeah, and I feel like his impairment actually added, like, like probably was probably the reason he had a motive because he might have been bullied or something. Because you know, a lot of school shooters are bullied for some for some reason, and so yeah, of course he shouldn't have gotten bullied, but he shouldn't I take anyone's like, life either. Read an article online, and this guy, he was mentally ill, and he shot another two people. Somebody with like um Yeah, and I feel like like people who are like, you know, like you know, have like mental issues, if they can get like they can get their hands on a gun and know that they are shooting someone or know how to even use that gun, their mind is present in some way. Because they actually, because, you know, they had to shoot the gun. They had to pull the trigger. Like, you just don't pull the trigger out of nowhere. Like, if you're going crazy or something, that's not the first thing you do is grab a gun. Okay, so we should just, yeah, we should just answer the question now. It just, it, it, yeah, let's answer the last question. Uh, I don't think we should have a death penalty just because, um, I don't think it's our place. Like, we don't, we obviously, we're giving this person the sentence because they killed somebody. Yeah, but we're also we're also part of this like this country, and so like we should have some say in how our like how our yeah yeah. But we should just.
Please get off. Hello? Oh, okay. I thought we cut off or something. Okay, so. Oh my gosh. I think that if somebody does something really terrible and their families want justice and the, the, and, um, the country wants to give them justice, then they should, and the person who like killed the person, the other person should, the person who committed the crime should get life in prison if it's like really bad, like murder. Because if you want justice, that's probably the only way you're gonna get justice because if they die, then there's automatically gonna be their blood on somebody's hands and you wouldn't yeah. want you like nobody wants anybody's blood on their hands so if they did, if, like, imagine that you were you that victim's family or that victim if you believe in their wood heaven or if you believe in their wood heaven and they're gonna die if you believe I know, but yeah, they would suffer more if they were in jail for the rest of their lives. That's why I think I don't. Well, while we're talking about, one hour recreation, prison food. That's all you get. Like I feel like they could learn their lesson that way. Yeah, but like people, like since we're talking about our opinions and how people might, you know, like, like view our opinions, they might be like, oh, like. Like, let's just say, oh, you're not experts or you're not prosecutors, like, so you can't really choose what happens. But at the end of the day, we're still, like, we're still American people. And, like, this whole country is based on our opinion. Like, if, because we actually choose who runs this country. Like, it's our opinion. Like, who do we want to be president? Even though, you know, there are some strings attached to it. But you know what I mean. So is it a yes, a no, or maybe so? Just I feel like all of us are going to be maybe so because no one's going to be like, oh I'm yes, there should be no, there should no be. because of what I said earlier. So that sentence should only be reserved for people who did really, really, really bad. But other than that, I think that everybody should have like. Okay, yeah, I, I say think... maybe so because 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 you some people might be guilty some people might not you might never know if they're fully guilty or not and then like some people believe that that um a man named dustin higgs was just he was just executed like on the 15th of january and so i feel like uh, people are starting to talk about death penalty we're like wait we don't know if he was fully guilty or not so that's why i feel like we shouldn't really have death penalty but at the same time we're completely sure we should exactly i think that we should not have the death penalty because because if they if they committed a terrible crime then they should probably suffer in jail which makes more sense it makes more sense for them to just suffer in jail Okay, yeah, because okay, how about- that's that's a way that they can they can get justice because they'll know they the the person will live knowing that they'll never get out of jail and if they are like if they aren't guilty then they could probably get a get out of jail or have a lower sentence. Yeah, this this podcast really turned into a commentary podcast. Like we basically just summarize what happened in some of these cases. Like mostly we think are un- like we think they're unjust basically, but most of it just 
ended up being commentary, like um, a big amount of it. So let's just introduce ourselves and say what we did, what were our roles. Okay, so who would like to introduce theirsel- themselves first? Kelsey, you do it. Amy, Amy just said who she was. <laughs> Amy, go ahead. Wait, who's doing it? Okay, she said she said her name already. Amy, go ahead. Oh, I'm Kelsey. Yes, the the one who. What were your roles? Okay, I'm Kaylin. And I'm Wait, no, I'm Kaylin, and I'm the I'm the writer slash producer. And yes, and I hope you actually enjoyed our commentary and our factual evidence. Yes, I hope you enjoyed our podcast. We'll see you later. Yes, we spent we spent a lot of time on it. Bye. Bye.